0: Hey everyone this is your Elise. this is Joe welcome back
1: I'm glad you joined us this week yeah how are you doing today I'm good I'm really good today um the energy is very supportive of um, lots of good um intuitive insight I pulled a 12-month forecast for myself and oh, you it did. was yeah it was really enlightening and it was fun
0: I, I like doing those they're fun Yeah. um, I think they're very helpful. It's a, it's like a nice little guide.
1: You know, it is. And the thing is, is that, you know, maybe some people that get them forget to go back, um, you know, and look at them, but not me. I mean, you know, intuitive insight is my life pretty much. So at the beginning of every month when I do all of my research for what astro energy I'm going to experience, what my numerological, that's not how I say that. <laughs> um, you know, how my numbers energy is going to present. Like, I do a whole, like, you know, recon at the beginning of the yeah. month. What the hell What the hell am I going to be experiencing and what do I need to know? Um, so I, I, I use it as a daily tool almost.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is, a, it is such a good tool. And especially when you know how to use it, why not?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about
1: you? What's going on down there? Is, is it the rain or is the weather evened out yet?
0: Yes, we finally st- it stopped raining. I don't, I don't even know if there's any more rain on the forecast. I have no idea. I'm just um, appreciating that it's nice, and I think the high of fifty-seven today, and yeah, it's like it's chilly, so it's perfect sweater weather, but the sun's out. So no, okay, yeah, I'm just enjoying that. Um, spent this last weekend um, going out with um, oh my friend. So my friend, she had her birthday was in like December twenty-second. So, you know, right, like, along the holidays, like, Mm -hmm. my poor cap friends, like, December cap friends, like, you guys always get the short end of the stick when Mm -hmm. it comes to birthdays, like. Mm -hmm. It's bullshit
1: is what it is.
0: Yeah, you get the fucking combo gifts or, Mm -hmm. like, people just straight up forget your birthday, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um, I had, uh, I had messaged her on her birthday and I told her, I was like, I want to take you out, you know, there's this, like, cool little bar thing that opened up around uh, near, near me. And I wanted to take her there, but it obviously took us weeks to finally between her work schedule and the holidays and everything. So we went out and um, we're talking and she's telling me, she's like, I've got to tell you about the things I've been experiencing lately. She's, she's a medium. Yeah. And she doesn't like know what to do with it.
1: Oh now you're talking my language. Ta- yeah. what, like what? Like what? What happened? So
0: she has a coworker who lost a son uh, about a year ago. And every time she's talking to this coworker about her son, that son's energy just comes like just straight yeah. in and she feels him like right away. And yeah. so she's describing how it feels to me like um she's saying how uh, there's like this restlessness. Like first yeah. like it's like a uh, full body chills that you know come through in her her whole body and then um it's like this restlessness like of this thing that she has to say of like the message that she has to give and until she doesn't get it out it doesn't go away
1: no oh, that's a that's very typical um it is the spirit the spirit's way of sort of mm. saying um hey man Knock, knock. And they're not going to stop fucking calling until you pick up the phone.
0: Yeah, yeah. But can you can also, though, tell them, like, not right now. You
1: can. Um, but sometimes it doesn't do any good. Uh-huh. I mean, there's still an ever-present presence. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're like, okay, fine, but I'm going to stand here. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. There's nothing you can do. I'm not touching you, right? <laughs> it's like So you're like, well, okay, what the fuck do you want? Like, tell yeah. me what you want.
0: Yeah. So she had that and then she had another one where she was uh, having dinner with a friend at a restaurant, and then there was like three couples sitting at three different tables. And then she felt like uh, it's cool. She's I was telling her she's developing her psychic library. Yeah. She said like she feels uh, masculine energy on one side and feminine energy on another. Nice. Uh, so she knows when like when it when it's one over the other, and also like the age thing like how you know how old the person was versus how young they were yes. Um, those energies all feel different and so she knew that there was a message coming through for like one of those three couples you know sitting over there and she didn't know which one exactly but then she felt like real guided towards the one in the middle mm-hmm. and she starts telling her friend um across from her and her friend was like not very helpful she's like you got to be careful with like who you Ugh, talk to and I'm discouraging and, uh, her, and you're gonna get possessed and all that shit. And it just she's just telling you like you got to be careful with like who you say things like that too, because you never know oh, how they're gonna react or how they're gonna take it or whatever. Um, you know, like she's thinking, she's like, I don't want to be like Teresa Caputo. <laughs> Dude, the, right, but Teresa Caputo, I mean, that happened to her all the time. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know if it's edited this way, but I've never seen somebody be like, no, don't tell me.
1: <laughs> right, no, uh-uh, no. Even if the people are skeptical, they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, you got Teresa Caputo with her giant hair and <laughs> big old nails coming up to you like, you can, can I tell you something? I got a message for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna be like no, because <laughs> she- Teresa fucking Caputo, bitch. Yeah. Let's sit down. Yeah, yeah. You can tell me. Of course you can. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So she had that, and I told her I was like, like, just I don't know. Tell the spirit, hey. Don't come uh, trying to give me a message if your person isn't going to be receptive to it. Don't put me in the middle of this.
1: <laughs> it, it's exa- That's exactly what you say. If, yeah. if you want me to deliver this message, you have to get them to come to me or be receptive to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I was just trying to give her some of that, and then I was also telling her because she says that sometimes she gets overwhelmed, like at work. There's this like, overflow of energies just coming in. So I showed her – kind of walked her through like the breath work and the grounding yes. exercise to do before she goes into work. And then I started doing this thing because honestly, sometimes I forget. Like I'll forget to ground myself and I'll be like at the gym or in a restaurant or something and I'm just like I, – I feel myself just like be getting – people's energy just coming over to me Mm -hmm. so I imagine I had it had this the other day where it was like I was feeling something from the couple that was sitting next to me and mine are not fun like mine are not like oh like it's like their grandma coming in to tell them like you know they're going to be having a baby or something cool it's mine is more like i can feel that there's anxiety in this relationship she's unsure about where this is going and he doesn't really know what he wants and like shit like that where i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't Mm want to know Mm -mm. this Mm -mm. (laughs) mind my business mind my my my
1: business business.
0: (laughs) but um so i so i just imagine like a brick wall going up in between us in between me and the table next to me just like like if the bricks are getting laid, like kind of like, mm-hmm. mo- like a Minecraft thing. And then like mm-hmm. the next thing I know, there's just like a wall. there, like, I don't see you.
1: <laughs> no, no. I do the same thing with my neighbor. Um, he's a young video gamer and he's got more anxiety. than anybody that I've ever felt, you share a wall with him and all of a sudden I'll mm-hmm. feel it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because it's not my guides. Anxiety mm-hmm. for me is my guide saying, hey, channel we i need you to channel so sit down and write something or else um mm-hmm. you know whatever but this is different and I'll and I will I'll just I'll be like throw up a wall between um cuz we share a wall so yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah so That's my nice. my my intuitive hits aren't as fun as hers I think I would probably rather have like a family member come through but no mine are I just read into people's like things you get their like, details yeah I get their details I can see the problems in their relationship (laughs) yes well maybe you're meant to be a relationship coach you know using uh, that ability you know probably i am most likely Mm -hmm. because uh it's in my astrology my my chiron uh, Mm -hmm. has to do with with uh, relationships Mm -hmm. and then there's another like big placement something about my Saturn or my Pluto I don't remember which one but yeah there's there's a there's a couple large placements that have to do with yes it's uh it's real relationship things um Mm -hmm. but I know that I have to go through certain things um for myself before Mm -hmm. I get there and um yeah yeah, not, not there yet yeah
1: so, um, I mean, my biggest suggestion for anybody, you know, not your friend, you mm-hmm. took care of that, but for anybody that experiences that, because what she's experiencing is a little intrusive. And to be honest, I don't experience my mediumship abilities like that. Like, I know that their opportunist spirits are and I can sense them, but I am very easily able to just ignore them <laughs> and be like, you know, no. Uh-uh. But mm-hmm. I understand that some people aren't so. What the best thing that you can do is really claim your sovereignty, set your um, physical, um, emotional and energetic boundaries. Um, Again, I don't ever um, recommend shielding because shielding. Is um it comes from a place of disempowerment. I'm not mm-hmm. powerful enough to control this or manage this, so I must shield myself, I must hide myself. Mm-hmm. You gotta make sure that your mindset is about claiming your space. Yes. This is my energetic field, this is my etheric field. It goes out 15 feet around me in all directions. You can't intrude upon it, you can't push in on it. Um, you know, it's mine. Yeah, I'm I'm busy. I'm trying to eat or work or whatever, so I'm sorry if it's something that you need. You know, that's when a lot of psychics and mediums struggle because they don't set time aside specifically for spiritual connection. Because once right. they do that, then um the interference becomes less and less around them. So it's it's a whole thing. There's a it's a whole protocol of just learning to maintain your boundaries energetically and intentionally. And it's really hard for some people, but if for new yeah. mediums, they don't know what the hell they're, you know what I mean? Like what's right. Going
0: right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where I was telling her because I, I get the feeling that she's, as she continues to develop this and, you know, obviously just by develop it, I mean, just use it more. Yeah. Um, that it might get even stronger and it might get it, to the point for where, sure. where these people might want to like take over her body. In 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 that way because she's kind of already doing that a little bit of it, but I know. Um,
1: so you mean like trans channeling? Yes. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Which is yeah. different than like taking over somebody's body, which is you know can be considered in like the shamanic realm possession, which is oh yeah, <laughs> typically not a thing. But yeah,
0: no trans yeah. trans channeling. So so our friend Sam, um, uh, Sam the psychic who we had uh, that was first season, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she talked about how uh spirit has tried to do that with her and she's like yeah. no, no no like don't mm-hmm. do that get out like i don't want that yeah and yeah. and i saw so that's what i was telling my friend i was like it's it's that it's that straightforward as yeah. just saying like nope don't do that leave my body alone like i will i will relay your message but don't come in here don't leave leave this
1: and trans channels are typically like, you know, from the very beginning that you are meant to be a trans channel and trans channeling is very traumatic on the front end <laughs> because, you know, you've never experienced it before. But the cool thing about trans channeling is, is that once you become adept at it and, you know, you've mastered it, like literally your physical visage Mm -hmm. your face changes and it is cool as shit but it's also creepy as shit and so like (laughs) legit trans channelers are are rare because channelers are like no just tell me i'll reinterpret it you ain't gonna take over my body
0: yeah yeah it is cool uh, yeah it does and i know that there's a that fear that people have when they tap into that intuition and stuff that they're opening themselves up to darker things because i told you like yeah Yeah, I have I have another friend who also has very strong mediumship abilities, but he doesn't want to tap into them at all because that's that's the fear is that he's uh, he says like his his own mind in his regular, you know, everyday life tends to go towards like what's the worst that could happen? What's like the worst possible outcome, the worst possible? So he feels like because he's already in that frequency um, Mm. that that's what he might open himself up to.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. Interesting. It's so interesting. I I've I remember when I was a little girl, like 12, 13 years old and I would say to myself randomly, I would sigh, I would go, oh, "I wish I was psychic." Like I would say that oh. all the time. <laughs> and it, now later I'm like, "Oh, because I knew that that was something that was going <laughs> to, you know, pop up in my life and I knew how amazing it would be, but um I, it, it it always amazes me at people that are afraid to open up to it.
0: and Mm -hmm. and,
1: you know they just need the right mentor but you know some people Mm -hmm. are like no because for whatever reason yeah very cool did i meet your friend new year's eve the friend that you're talking about yes Uh yes yeah yeah
0: yeah lovely human that one all right um you got some announcements before you get started today
1: um you know this year um i want to um cover a, um, a new reading. I want to talk a little bit more in depth about a different one each episode. And so this week I want to talk about Tetralogy. So Tetralogy, it is my biggest reading. It's a little bit spendy, but you get, not only do you get a 90 minute recorded reading, you also get like a 40 plus page guide and it's basically a manual for mastering the next phase of your life. So I definitely recommend this reading for someone who's like, you know what, I've got my shit together. Um, I'm self-aware. I've done the work, but I'm going to continue to do the work. And now I just need to know how to do the work at the next level. So this Mm. is like next level stuff, tetralogy. Um, So what it is, is that I combine numerology, astrology, and human design within the Akashic records. So there's four modalities, but I'm interpreting three of them um, to put together all of the pieces of your legit and actual soul blueprint. Your soul blueprint is that... Um, path and purpose. It's the plan that you wrote for yourself as your higher self on the other side in the life between life stage before you incarnated. That's what your soul blueprint is. Um, And I show you how all of the pieces of numerology, astrology, and human design fit together. And that helps you to create magic, manifestation, abundance, all of that stuff. So, if you break it down, numerology is your plan. It's the what in your life. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Astrology is the details and the why. Uh huh. Um, human design is your instruction manual. It's the how. Astrology so is the, the, why why the why and the
0: and the when too.
1: It's it all of it. It's yeah. it yes. It's it all fits together in this beautiful sort of triangle that's circled and circled and supported by the akashic energy. So it creates a sort of guide to help you align with your life purpose and make decisions with clarity, ease, joy, and confidence. Um, you know, you just basically learn to trust yourself in every moment to create the life that you dreamt of. That's why it is really recommended for people that are. Um, uh, like legitimately ready to up-level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it includes, like I said, a handout and all that stuff. So, so give it a, give it a look, see if it's something that resonates with you. If you're, if you want to book it, um, give it a book or send me a DM. We can talk a little bit more about it. That's badass. Thank you. I think so too.
0: And I just revamped my website. Oh, you did? I did. Um, With, I, which one? So I now have a new URL. It is <gasps> youralisco.com. Yay! <laughs> because I couldn't. Yay! I, was very I was creative. Trying, I very was trying. Creative. No, I was trying like different things and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I can't. It, uh, I don't want
1: <laughs> No. No, no, no. Honestly, and that's why I'm like, fuck it. JoeFigures.com. That's what it is. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I just, I threw around so many ideas and I was like, no, because I don't want to come up with something else that I am then going to get tired of later. Exactly. So I might as well just pick something that I can't get tired of. (laughs) I love it. Yay, com. Yes. So I am now offering, I have two new services. So one is a distance reading and this is a Uh, a clarity reading. So this is when you have something, a burning question, a burning topic, something that you're stuck on, something where you feel like you can't get over something you're struggling with. So this is a reading to help you with clarity around that. Um, So this involves your astrology to see kind of where you're at in in your life and the stage you're at, but also just intuitively and with tarot and oracle to kind of help bring you some messages to kind of help you overcome that. and that's available as a remote reading. It gets emailed to you. You also have the option to review it with me on Zoom. Um, Excellent. And then this is what I'm really excited about is I am now doing an in-person service. So these are going to be local here in Riverside, California. Um, And these are a cleansing and clearing session. So what I'm doing is I am offering this as a, as a one-on-one, um, and this is going to involve Reiki and Olympia, which is an energetic cleansing, and then obviously just a, a time to sit down and talk and to have that safe open space to to share whatever's on your heart and so this is just the beginning of my services for now but those are now on my website i love that that's so cool and you guys
1: you have got to book with her for Olympia they are just they're lovely i think they're lovely
0: yeah it's uh it's peaceful it's yeah yeah, it's it's a peaceful thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yay all right good job i am very excited about this
0: for you thank you
1: uh, what else? Do we have anything? Oh,
0: retreat? Yes. Mm-hmm. So our upcoming retreat will be taking place in Michigan, in Nuego, Michigan. This will be starting Friday, June 23rd through Sunday, June 25th. And this is a plant medicine ceremony and mm-hmm. all details and all that will be up on our website. Uh, EsotericsPodcast.com.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited for um for the details and excited for registration to open and all that good stuff. So yes, we'll keep everybody posted. Let's see. Uh, last week we had all uh, we had like you know we had like 30 minutes of tangents before we actually got to the topic. So today, um, we uh we'll cut it. We'll cut it we're
0: right we're about there we're about 20 minutes in or so yep, but yep. it's not these weren't tangents though i mean yes it's a tangent but also it was actually directly related to what we're going to talk about today yeah so it's good it stuff. all it all works and it's all uh informative mm-hmm. and it's
1: fun for me yeah so. so what are we talking about today
0: today we are talking about the intuitive body excellent let's get to it so, Joe, you've done a lot of work helping people develop their intuitive skills and just de- developing their intuition. Um, and if you haven't already, please check her website. Her website has a ton of resources for anyone looking for intuitive development.
1: It's in, it's in the works, yes. More resources are coming.
0: Yes. And then also our Facebook group. I mean, our Mm -hmm. Facebook group has a ton of stuff. If you just check files and posts and stuff over the years, search Mm -hmm. in there, you'll find it. This is created because I want to talk about how intuition works with our bodies. Nice. Nice. Very important. I feel like a lot of times when we talk about like intuition, it's so like brain focused or like mind focused or like oh you have to be in meditation or whatever to be like super intuitive um but i think that having that connection with your body is um in like an empowering thing that helps you really tap into into your intuition because you learn to use your body kind of like a like a channel right to to get that the intuitive hits and how they're coming in yeah. So I think just because our bodies can be such a conduit for information as it's coming through and just really learning to be receptive to it. But all right. So the the primary things that people talk about uh, as far as advice on how to develop your intuition in general are grounding, meditation and adjusting your frequency or your vibe. Right. Right. Anything else that you can think of that are like the primary things that we normally say, like these are the things you – You know, like connecting to your higher self, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So with grounding, grounding is generally getting settled into your body and connecting to the earth. So a lot of times we can do that through a guided meditation, through just closing your eyes, doing a little bit of breath work, and then imagining those roots extending from our body down into the center of the earth, which again is just like a a guided meditation or self-guided meditation. Um, But the the point of that is really that you're calling back your energy back into your body because as we have these interactions with people throughout the day with work, um, family, all that, our, our energy gets ex- expelled and so what we're doing as we're grounding essentially is we're just calling all that back to ourselves mm-hmm. meditation we have a whole episode on meditation so i don't i'm not trying to get like too deep into these i'm just gonna like touch on them so then we can really talk about the body um with meditation, I, I've said this before, looks different for everyone. Like yep. I, I'm an advocate for TM, but also I understand that like not everyone does well with just like sitting there with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Um, like plant medicine assisted meditation, I think is fucking awesome. Um, but, <laughs> but some people do really well with exercise. Like mm-hmm. literally most forms of exercise are meditation because it's getting you connect. It's connecting you with your body. It's just you and your body in that moment, nothing else. And that's really what all meditation is trying to achieve. It's trying to just disconnect you from that chatter of the outside world, your outside responsibilities, and then just allowing yourself to get in that flow. like.
1: uh And isn't that the whole point of meditation within like Buddhist – um, oh. circles is that the, the meditation actually prepared the body for yoga. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So with the body. Yeah.
0: So even in, in, uh, in TM and in Transcendental Meditation, they do these um, like weekly things that you can join in over Zoom and they do um, they do yoga asanas before. Um, so this will be connected we we'll, or we'll talk about later. But part of it is um, one, just like like a little bit of self-massage where you're just kind of like squeezing different parts of your body, like, you know, squeezing your arms, your legs, um, your shoulders, like, and, and it's more, it's again, it's grounding. It's like a grounding exercise. Um, but then there's the yoga asanas that you do first. And it's, I think it's like, I don't remember, it's like eight or 10, uh, different poses that you do. And then we actually get into the meditation. Um, and that's not necessary to do with, with, All TM meditations, that's just like an added extra thing that they that they offer um, just to kind of help you stay in the mode of doing or being consistent with it or whatever. So, I mean, don't let someone else tell you what your meditation should look like. It's it should look like whatever feels best for you. And it's okay to try different things and decide that it's not for you and go on to the next It's a very personal practice.
1: Yep. Very much so. Absolutely.
0: Um, And then there's uh, getting into the right frequency or like your vibe, checking your vibe, right? And so you can elevate your vibe. You can – I don't like to fucking use the word elevate because I think that sounds like – yeah, you're putting it on a hierarchy. (laughs) Raise your vibe maybe? Right. Yeah. Uh, So you can do this with music, with instruments, with sound tools, things like that. But the point of it being that you're trying to eliminate or minimize content, the things around you that may lower your vibe. So you've talked about this before, like when people are trying to get um, a message from like a loved one that recently passed away, but they're like so sad and they're so heartbroken that, you know, you're you're on like such a a low energy vibe that you're just not going to connect because your loved one is, that's not the frequency that they're on. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's, it's all about the
1: vibrational frequency and it's not even about connection either. It's, Mm is it's it's like, are you going to be able to see and recognize the signs that they're actually giving you? Um, but you can't because you're just immersed in this grief. So yeah, um, it's all, it is, it's all about that
0: frequency. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let's talk about what it actually, like, how do you tune, tune into your body? like Because this is, again, body focused. So one is the opportunity that you can create rituals for yourself to tune in, to connect with your body. So one of them can be uh, like doing like a body scan. Uh, like I, like I talked about earlier, so going through I've done this before and it actually really helps when I can't sleep. Um, is you start you lay down, you just kind of try to relax as much as possible. You're trying to release the tension from your body, but you're going through each part of yourself, starting from the crown of your head. And the way that I did this particular body scan meditation is you you're basically um, squeezing or applying pressure in however like you can through, through each part of your body. So from, let's say your crown, you're basically going to like scrunch your, scrunch your forehead, and then you're going to scrunch your eyes. And then you're going down and then like making that, like those, like increasing the tension and then releasing it. And as you're increasing the tension and then releasing it, then you really dive into the release of each muscle group. And it's really cool as you make. So when you get to like your mouth and your jaw and you're like, Uh, like really tense up and like smile really big like you and then let that go. It's like yeah. a relief.
1: I was doing it, it when you were describing it. Is. it.
0: Yes, it, it is a really cool relief. So that's a really cool body scan meditation you can do. And so you, like I said, you start from your head and then you just work your way through. You squeeze your arms, you can squeeze your fists, um, squeeze your abdominals, squeeze your thighs, like squeeze your legs together and just kind of do that. And then once you get down to your feet, you're basically just curling up your toes and then releasing that. But as you do that, and then by the time you get down to your toes, if you've done this correctly, and you're just breathing pretty much throughout the whole thing, and you'll find yourself so deeply relaxed. It's it's great, especially like I said, if you can't sleep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of like a, a ritual. Another ritual that I like is um, I I love a, a good bath, like just yeah. and and it's that opportunity to just sit with myself and do something for my body that my body enjoys. And so whatever that looks like for you, um, yes, a bath, also body work, You're uh, like a, mas- a massage from another mm-hmm. person. Yeah, um, my favorite. A saltwater float is something. I've never done that before. Yeah. Um, that it, It's essentially um, sensory deprivation therapy. Yeah. I've heard um, of But it's great to just kind of like be able to not feel any like pressure in your body to just kind of like let go um, uh, and just be one. Um, and just float. Yep.
1: I, I think that would be fun, but interesting also to do that on plant medicines.
0: <laughs> I did do it with an edible and honestly, it was magical.
1: If, thank you. Right. Validation. I'm going to do, it. I'm gonna it, do it. It was great.
0: It was great. Yeah. Um, another way to tune into your body is to just slow down your meals. And do it, eat intentionally. Oh, so that's my worst one. <laughs> I have
1: such a hard time with that. I eat like a NASCAR driver.
0: A Part of that is just not being distracted when you're eating. I found for myself because, and I try to tell this to my kids, but god damn it, with, with like electronics and everything, they're just so like watching TV or like staring at their phone while they're eating. And I'm totally guilty of doing it sometimes too. But if, especially if like, you already have a frayed relationship with food where like you go to it because you're stressed out or you seek comfort or to tana- whatever. Emotional eater. Yeah, whatever it may be. Um, it is important to not distract yourself while you are eating so that you can connect your brain with your stomach as you're eating so that your stomach can then send the message to your brain that it is full.
1: That's good information. That's super good information because I know I struggle with that.
0: You know, I do too. I, I do a lot of bored eating is my problem. It's like sometimes I'm like, I'm bored, but I'm probably more likely just thirsty. Uh,
1: so I was paying attention for a while because it's like, All right, I need to figure this out. I uh, Oddly enough, if I'm mm-hmm. frustrated, that's when I... Um, feel like not eating, but snacking, crunching and crunchy, mm. salty things like, you know, grinding up the frustration. Yeah.
0: It makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. We've talked about this before in a past episode as well, where um, I forgot the lady's book, but she talks about how different cravings equate into different emotions that you may be feeling or needs that you may be lacking. Like when you're craving a lot of sweets, um, aside from it possibly being your blood sugar, Uh, it can be that like you need sweetness in your life. You need more love in your life. You're not getting enough of that. So you're trying Mm -hmm. to give it to yourself in whatever way possible, which is, you know. It it wasn't Louise Hay? Uh, it was not Louise Hay. No? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't don't remember. remember. Mm -mm. I'll maybe find it. Yeah. Sorry,
1: lady. We don't remember you, but sorry. We're referencing you.
0: (laughs) It's there. I mean, I'm sure if you like Google that, it'll, it'll pop up. Um, Okay. Breath work. Uh, Breath work is like, I've said just so many times, it's just the easiest thing because it's like readily available. You literally don't mean anything. Like you don't need anything except your body (laughs) to do breath work. Um, And when I say do breath work, it doesn't have to be like super complicated thing with like humming mantras and you know, whatever, like, because that might feel weird. Although if like you like that, Go for it.
1: Go for it. Whatever
0: works for you. But basics, just starting off, is just inhaling through your nose and out through your mouth. Yeah. Have you heard of like, uh, okay, there's this guy and he's, a lot of it has to be do with Ayurveda. So this is an Ayurvedic practice of avoiding mouth breathing.
1: You mean breathing in and out through the mouth?
0: Yes. So primarily while you sleep. Not oh. mouth breathing while you sleep. Yeah. So there's this Ayurveda thing where you can tape your mouth when you go to sleep. And this is to find out if you are actually a mouth breather mm-hmm. while you're sleeping. So you tape your mouth. And, okay, again, commercialize because now there's somebody that fucking made a tape that you – like a special tape that doesn't, like, hurt you or whatever when you take no it No shit. Yes. Cool. So the point is you you tape your mouth when you go to sleep. Um and that's how you'll find out whether or not you mouth breathe. But uh, there are just like a plethora of health benefits of not being a mouth breather. including. <laughs> It's weird, right? Like, imagine, like, waking up next to your partner and they just have a freaking tape over their mouth. Oh, my
1: God. Right? But there's also an insult, like, when you call somebody a mouth breather. I'm pretty sure I've used it in reference to uh, descriptive terms of, uh, like, a Trump supporter, <laughs> which I think somebody unfriended me over. I think actually several people did. It's like, well, I knew that was going to happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not talking about that type of mouth breather. We're talking about
0: yes. <laughs> we're just talking about it when it comes to Ayurveda. But yes, it does it does help like your diaphragm work better. So it helps with um Athletic endurance, uh, because it also it helps increase your oxygen intake, your circulation. So there's like a lot of benefits to nose breathing. Um, But (laughs) there's benefits to not being a mouth breather. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: Straighten up now, Joanne.
0: So my other thing Mm -hmm. is um, your body is constantly speaking to you. But you're not always listening. However, my, my advice on this is check how you talk to your body. How are you speaking to yourself? Because that has a lot to do with the connection that you have with your body. Yeah. Maybe your body doesn't want to talk to you because you constantly shut it down and say, like, especially, okay, I, I've heard this with people who um, they're not good with their hunger cues. Maybe um, right. they, They're hungry and they ignore them. And so it's like your, your body is telling you, like, feed me and you're ignoring it or you're saying, like, oh, stop it or whatever you could possibly be saying. Um, <laughs>
1: Something I rarely, if ever, have struggled with. I
0: know. I know people who are like, oh, I forgot to eat. I'm like
1: <laughs> – What's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot that I wasn't going to eat everything off of my plate and, mm-hmm. you know, here we are, empty plate later. <laughs> so – Um, I've, I've done this, um, a lot more in the last few years because for the longest time I was like the person who would be like, I don't know if, I don't know what bloating is because I never pay attention.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: but just. Really just being more cognizant of like what's going on and how I'm feeling. And so now I know for sure, like now I definitely uh, recognize like when something's not right, when I've Mm -hmm. maybe eaten something that it's like, oh, yeah, probably that had cheese in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not fun. Well so I experience bloating like right after
1: like immediately after I eat like um like raw veggies like cabbages and carrots and stuff yeah. like that you know yeah. so and I'm like well at first I was like well I think this is gas but it doesn't last it's not like then I have you know gassy issues for mm-hmm. hours until the gas it's mm-hmm. it's it's very quick and it lasts it's uncomfortable it lasts about 30 to 40 minutes and then it goes okay. away so okay. um my body is having some reaction to Raw, uh, raw, raw, f- raw foods.
0: Raw yeah. foods, raw veggies. Yeah,
1: yes. And interestingly enough, sorry, a little bit of tiny tangent here. When I worked with the Ayurvedic practitioner here in um portland um her name is nanisha and she is um is a massage therapist and she runs a business called akasha massage so if you're looking for a new therapist here in the portland area connect with her she's beautiful but she gave me an ayurvedic assessment Mm -hmm. and actually told me that i should not eat um raw vegetables
0: yes yes i love raw vegetables uh, yeah, certain people, I think it depends on your doshas and, you know, yep, which ones yep. are more prominent than the others or whatever. Uh, that, yeah, some people are just going to do better eating raw foods versus others who are just like, it's not going to, they're not going to be able to handle it. Raw foods just have a lot more bacteria on them that you, yeah. that you haven't cooked off, you know, with, uh-huh. with cooking. <laughs> so Right, right. Yeah. So it doesn't work for everyone. So, yeah. So if you have one of those like raw vegan influencers on your page is always telling you about like the benefits (laughs) of raw food. Yeah. "Mm, No. Not for everyone.
1: I mean, and mostly when I eat raw veggies, it's either a salad or it's a Buddha bowl. One of the two. And I just, I, you know, I mean, so, I mean, I guess I could cook. Um, them and put them in my Buddha bowl and my salad but then it's not a salad it's fucking stir fry so (laughs) I want a goddamn salad (laughs) I'm I'm still gonna do it so the bloat I'll just
0: deal with it so certain things right like I know for me um, chard uh, and kale like I I can't do them raw like I can I like them yeah. But like it's no. gonna be, it's gonna be bubble guts. <laughs> like, oh, see, yeah, it's. I not... don't eat them raw. I don't like them raw. I, like I them. love them cooked because they cooked. cook so yeah. well. Yeah, yeah no, just just a little bit of stir frying with with them oh, is f- the yes. best. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, you don't don't you yeah. have to do everything just because everyone else is doing it? Mm-mm. You can do things your own way. Oh, we need to do a
1: food episode that talks about all of, I don't know, just food, right? <laughs> like <laughs> yummy ways to cook it and yes. all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. Another thing to kind of help you connect with your body is to keep a journal. One, this helps with your intuitive abilities as you start to maybe get into the practice of out automatic writing, just yep. getting a pen in your hand and a piece of paper and then allowing yourself to write. But if maybe that seems like, well, I've done this and then I'm just sitting here. And I don't know what to write. When it comes to connecting with your body, this is a good way to kind of help with jotting things down, like just how you're feeling. Yeah. Especially like after each meal, if doing this every day seems overwhelming, it's okay to do it maybe just like once a week. Whenever you're called to. Yeah. Yeah, Whenever you're called to. I know I've, I took this um, gut health course and part of it, the very beginning of it was just keeping a daily journal of like, what you ate and then, like, your bowel movements and, like, how, how that kind of went throughout the day to really see, like, what exacerbates your your digestive system and your digestive process and what doesn't. So, uh, mm-hmm. but again, because like, there's only so many things we can freaking keep track of in our head. Like, it's really important to just write things down. So, in your
1: previous incarnation as the green Latina, um, mm-hmm. what was the primary focus of your um, of your services, your output to the world, what you uh, were sharing
0: at the time? when I created that that website or that blog, was mm-hmm. uh, parenting was like green parenting,
1: green parenting, yeah. So it's not necessarily food. Mm-mm. Um, but I will tell you, the reason I ask is because a, a lot of the practices that of my healthy practices and that I have now, yeah. I've learned from you just from hanging out, visiting um, and just things that you've mentioned. Like I, I have several pictures of my morning avocado toast that I haven't shown you. Oh. Because I'm, like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to slam her with all these pictures, but they're beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, um, and especially the gut health, you know, like the pickled um, yes. the pickled stuff to your food, yes. it's it's delicious, but it also, you know, so um, lots of good, good information that you have um, from all of your practices with eating.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and all that, the eating stuff um, has really come with just over years of yeah. connecting with other people and just kind of trying things out and then seeing what works for me and what doesn't. One yeah. of my other things, I don't think I didn't make this for you, but one of my other go-to breakfast things aside from avocado toast, because I love avocado toast, especially I love it on sourdough because sourdough is pretty low in gluten, um, but I'll do like a sprouted wheat or something like that, something that's, again, like um, low glutens, just because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know exactly how gluten-tolerant I am or intolerant. It's more like an energy thing, right? It's like yeah. – Anyway, it's a bowl that you make as your breakfast, and I do like um, – it's a bed of spinach – And then I'll take eggs and um, I, you know, I like turkey bacon, so I'll usually just like Mm -hmm. cut up my turkey bacon and then scramble it together with the eggs. Um, So that on a bed of spinach and top it off with um, some kind of sauerkraut or kimchi. I Mm -hmm. make curtido, which is Mm -hmm. like our Salvadorian kimchi.
1: Those Um, onions
0: that you had? Yeah, this is, it's pickled cabbage.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But
0: it doesn't okay. stink like uh like sauerkraut does. Mm-hmm. And it and it's not it doesn't have any like fish sauce like kimchi mm-hmm. does. So it's it's just a different version of it's a pickled cabbage basically. But mm-hmm. um but it's excellent and that's one of my like favorite uh breakfast foods if I'm not doing avocado toast. Um yeah. So <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um okay. So again, journaling It'll help you with with tracking food intolerances, if that's a thing, or even like medication side effects. If you deal with chronic pain, it's also a mm-hmm. good way to kind of log like how you feel maybe in the morning, day, evening, all that, like after certain physical activities. Just you're, you're trying to um, take a picture of your body's rhythms and your goals, again, because this right. is going to help you become aware and and really connect with how you're feeling in your body And if you're a menstruating person Tracking your cycles And the accompanying symptoms is really great um, and There's a ton of apps For people to do that I And I don't get super involved with them I just do like, yes, I started my period And I had cramps Like, you know, maybe this day or whatever If I did And that's it, I don't Again, there's only so many things <laughs> That we can do, we have time for Pick and choose the last thing I will say, because our bodies naturally want to be in nature, mm-hmm. I, I believe. Um, so just taking a moment, what, how and however that may be, because I know that it's harder, especially if you're living in like a large city and maybe literally all you have is the trees outside <laughs> that mm-hmm. are planted on the street and you don't have much more than that. Whatever that may be for you or um, water flowing like a fountain Um, If you are in a city that where you can't, you know, get out into the trees, Uh, but even cities, I mean, you have parks, like something just and again, doesn't have to be a very complicated thing. It can't just be you sitting there watching a couple of squirrels for a few minutes and then, you know, going back to your daily life. But it's just to take that moment to to offer yourself that grounding and that peace.
1: Yes, definitely. Connecting with nature in whatever way feels good. It really is beautiful.
0: And then there's some questions that you can kind of uh, ask yourself to help you take note of what intuition may feel like in your body. So take note. Do some certain people make you feel drained or tired, especially coworkers? Like I feel like coworkers are notorious. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to make you feel drained or tired and so yeah so take note like who makes you or who energizes you too because sometimes like you will have a conversation with the person and you're just like
1: oh like
0: well that's how i feel with you right i think that this works really well between us because i feel like we do that for each other um because i know like when we were doing um intuitive development together and every time i get off the line i'm like (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> right? We've told
1: people, we've told people how we reconnected because we were both like, we miss each other, yeah. right? Just this yeah. Client, just this client connection, right? There was, yeah. there was nothing specific, but we're both like, that's weird. I miss her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So aside from taking note of what maybe, maybe makes you feel drained or tired, who energizes you and makes you feel filled up? Like, cause that's also a, a, a good thing to take note of and maybe call in more of that or try to connect with those people more. Um, do you get like a panicky feeling or something when you're in a room or a meeting? Um, maybe you're picking up on some, like, I, have walked into a room and I just felt like an overwhelming feeling of doubt. And it was cause it was like a, like a sales pitch. So it was Mm -hmm. like everyone in this room had like this Mm -hmm. doubt over what they were about to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so I I wonder. I think about that a lot when I see uh, like speaker events, like like those Tony Robbins type oh, things. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't do well in a <sighs> in a crowd like that. I hate that fucker.
1: It, researchers have found, and there is tons of um, evidence and case studies and all that stuff out on the Google, mm-hmm. that your solar plexus and your sacral. Um, the two connected, um mm-hmm. the general area of that, and also really your root chakra as well, but that your solar plexus contains our quote unquote second brain that is where you also experience all of the things that you experience in your brain, but you experience them at the emotional, the feeling level,
0: yeah, yes, uh, another feeling that may be common is a feeling like in your throat when you hear something sad. I've i felt it when someone is telling me a story and I can feel that there's um like regret or something that they like felt like they should have said. It's mm-hmm. it's the throat chakra, right? Mm-hmm. Like feeling blocked. That's that's how I feel that certain that certain thing.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's a really cool intuitive um, sort of. Indicator as well, mm-hmm. that there's something that the person has to say or yes. has to speak their truth. Um, I get a yes. tickle there. I get a um, – it's an itching. It's weird. Yeah.
0: But- yeah. yeah. Sam, she gets like a like dry mouth. Like she's got to oh, like drink yes. something. It's like she gets like a real horse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So again, like building your psychic library, mm-hmm. like tuning mm-hmm. into what – Th- how things pop up in your body, that mm-hmm. whole full body chills. Do you get that feeling? When does it come through? Is it maybe when you're talking about something? Mm-hmm. Ringing in your ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about this. This is it's usually most most people usually account this to downloads coming in, mm-hmm. but I've also felt it when I want. I guess it is a, it is a download, but I feel like it's like a message, like an archangel message that comes yeah. in. It's usually a ringing.
1: It, it, it's weird because if you really, truly attune to those and you pay attention to those, um, they just pop in at the craziest, weirdest times. It's usually because mm-hmm. of a thought or because of something. But they can be, yes, they're downloads, but they can also be validation. It can also just be you are legit hearing your spirit guide speak to you. And that's just what it sounds like is that beautiful tone. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just it's it, it is it's a beautiful tone, a musical tone, key, note, whatever.
0: Do you ever get like the fluttering in your stomach as a feeling? Not obviously, like not like uh, hunger um, or anything like that.
1: I mean, no. I, I'm I'm the tingler, tingling in my legs, tingling in my whole body. I don't think I ever have experienced fluttering in my stomach, other than um, when I, you know, you feel the fluttering of like love or yes you know a
0: crush or something yes yeah i've yeah i i would feel that it's it was always like when i was like a teenager and stuff right like when you're like oh yeah okay i see what you're asking okay i thought you meant in regard to um intuitive hits but no yeah
1: that's like the best feeling in the world it's like (laughs) cute boy i like this cute boy
0: (laughs) And it's cool. I the other day I don't I don't I honestly don't remember it, but there is like a scientific explanation behind butterflies in your stomach. Is there? And yeah. I'd love to yeah. I would love
1: to find that out. Dude, I fucking miss being in love so much. It has been since it's been over 10 years and I miss it so much. Um I just think it's just it's just it's so fun and it's beautiful and it's just yeah. cool and you know it's you know the the zero operating, um, I guess frequency of a human is love Mm -hmm. and, you know, or the foundational operating frequency, whatever. I miss it. So
0: So I'm reading about it right now. So it's actually, so it's the release of adrenaline and cortisol, which increases your heart rate Mm -hmm. and then shunts blood to your heart and leg muscles away from your digestive system. And the blood vessels surrounding your stomach and intestines constrict and the digestive muscles contract.
1: That's why you don't you don't want to eat when you're in love.
0: That makes sense. I remember mm-hmm. when I was like a teenager and I was like, okay. I could not eat around a boy that I liked. It was like suddenly I was not hungry. I was like, uh-huh. I don't need food. I have love. I, I have love. <laughs> I'll just eat love. And now I'm like, chow away. <laughs> let's go have pizza, babe. Yeah,
1: let's go eat. Let's go eat. Let's go eat. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah. So aside from butterflies, um, when you're happy or you're excited, where do you feel that in your body? Does your heart feel light? Um, What lights up around you? So that specifically getting in tune with your body is goes hand in hand with building your psychic library.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When the hits come in where are you feeling it? Like I feel stuff in my ears. You feel stuff in your legs. Sometimes it's like your whole body, but really building that library comes from tuning into your body.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's going to take some practice, um, to learn how to differentiate like intuitive hits. And then also like, there's going to be some ego stuff, but I feel like with your body, isn't going to lie to you the way that your ego would, because you're, and not that you're I don't mean like lie to you because your ego does. Your your ego can because it's there to protect you. Yep. The things that it's meant to protect you from are sometimes legitimate and sometimes it's not because it's like not actually something that you should be afraid of anymore but again it's just trying to do its job mm-hmm. but uh, the ego can come in as that voice right whereas the intuitive hits when they com- when they come in through your body i feel like that's more it feels more natural and i feel like it's something especially when you're grounded um you can trust more
1: mm-hmm Yep, I just posted a meme in on the Akashic Studio, which is my business page for jewelry and readings and all that stuff on Facebook, uh-huh. and it's from one of my favorite um, dudes on the Twitter, uh, Tarot Reader Peter. I oh, love yes. him.
0: I love him too. And
1: he says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but the major difference between anxiety and intuition is that anxiety comes as incomplete thoughts. What ifs? worries doubts all that stuff right Mm -hmm. intuition comes through as clear guidance and messages with zero hint of doubt or worry And I posted, yes, Peter, yes, this is the difference. It 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 legitimately is. Mm -hmm. Intuition is expansive and inspiring, and it makes you feel, even if it makes you feel scared, it's a I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to find out, right? Yeah. Ego or anxiety is the fear of missing out, or the fear of if I don't do this, something bad is going to happen. So there's this fear energy. So. Honestly, learning to differentiate those two and how they feel in your body and what physical triggers come with those two emotions, um, intuition versus anxiety um, or ego, that is one of the most powerful tools that you can add to your intuitive um, toolkit is differentiating between those two game changer type shit.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Tarot Reader Peter, one of my favorites.
0: Me too. Yeah, a he's, clever
1: he's name too. Clever, <laughs> clever Peter. Very clever.
0: Well, that's all I had for us today.
1: Thank you. That was a really good conversation. It was interesting. Very, very helpful. Um, yes. I love um, this seven universal year because it seems like – the universe again is just inspiring all of us, um, with, you know, how can we deepen our intuitive practices? And that's really what tools for the modern mystic is geared toward. And, uh, you know, um, this is what you're doing, you know, your new, your new venture, um, you know, Fiorelease.com, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's all geared toward helping people get clarity on what, who they are, what they're doing, what they need to know in order to empower themselves to be more powerful, intuitive yeah. um, practitioners. I mean, shit, you know, we have our soul blueprints. We have maps. We have yes. tools. We have all of that. We just need to learn, figure out what our toolbox looks like and put it to use.
0: You know, there's that, it's that phrase or it's kind of overused now, but like that hurt people hurt people thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what if like healed people heal other people? It's like, true. I totally think that's true. Yeah, I really think that's true. And I think it's beautiful in that way of like that. Yeah, maybe you're not going to be like a tarot reader as a way to make your living, but maybe you're going to gain information, insight, Knowledge that you are then going to be able to help and pass on to others, and then in turn, empower them. And just by that, like how much more beautiful our world can be because people will be so much more self aware.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell my clients this all the time, you know, when they are, let's just say, they're accountants, right? You don't need to use your intuitive abilities to be an intuitive reader. Yeah. You can be the best goddamn accountant because you yeah. can look at people's finances and intuitively find inspiration and guidance and, you know, magic in helping these people. So, you know, the, the it, that is the tool that every single human being comes with, and it's meant to help us master our life path. End mm-hmm. of story. That's what the our intuition is. It's our internal GPS, and everybody should master yeah. it because they'll- Just live life at bigger, better, more amazing levels, I guess, you know?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you
0: came up with it. Were you inspired by it? What inspired you? Yeah. Well, the whole thing with my friend and her her ghost stories. Yes. All right, everyone. You can find us on all the socials under Esoterics Podcast, especially on Facebook under the Esoterics Community. Uh, You'll find that in Facebook groups. This is a safe place to ask questions on all things spiritual or not.
1: Yeah. um, And also, um, uh, really quickly, I want to touch on if you join the group, but you're not seeing it in your news feed um, or your Facebook feed because Facebook algorithms suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to actually. Do we talked about this last time? I think you have to go to the page. You have to change your um what you receive, how you receive it, prioritize yeah, you can it, pin it,
0: yeah, yeah, pin you it, can all pin that it. stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you
1: also have to uh, make sure that you engage with the content that you enjoy, and all of those things will keep it in your feed. Yep. Um, but it's a place you know for finding support and information for developing your own spiritual and intuitive practices. Um, and um, yep. join us.
0: Thank you guys for inviting us into your life. Stay mystical, magical, and don't let anyone tell you what to do. Bye, guys.